Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Walkinverse Reports Uncensored. In this report, we're going to listen to Ron DeSantis state he will never allow Florida to give up their gas stoves. But what he doesn't say is that the federal government can tax you until you can no longer afford to use your gas stove or any natural gas whatsoever. Two, they'll use fear and propaganda for compliance, just like they did with COVID. And three, once they have you hooked on electricity, they can turn it off and starve you out. So sit back and enjoy another episode of Walkinverse Reports. Well, all this talk coming out with the Democrats now saying they want to ban your gas stove. The point is they don't have to. Even though Governor Santos of Florida makes a bold statement because he wants standing as tyranny, I respect that. He says, one, that Florida will never comply. You're not taking our stoves, which is awesome. Number two, the DNC will do everything in their power to remove gas appliances from U.S. citizens, which is also true. And number three, tyrants do whatever they want. Because people will not stand up for the freedoms, and these rulers will take everything from you without your permission. With that being said, let's listen to DeSantis speak on this topic. Be here, and you know, I just before we get into the meat of, of what we're doing, I just want to you know make it clear to everybody. You know, when we say uh, "Don't tread on Florida" or "Let us alone," uh, we mean that, including on your gas stoves. You're not taking our gas stoves away from us. That is your choice. And I know many people who cook a lot do not want to part with their gas stoves. And so we're going to stand up for that. You know, they float this to try to do it, and they want to do it. I mean, let's just be honest. Uh, And then you started to see the narrative kick into gear, CNN segment saying how it's causing asthma and kids and all this other stuff. And so they start propagating the narrative, uh, but then they got blowback. And so they've kind of had to retreat from it. And now the narrative machine is like, oh, why are these conservatives talking about gas stoves? They're trying to stoke, you know, issues. No, you are trying to do it and we're fighting back. And so, uh, but the bottom line is, Anything they can get away with, they are going to get away with. Well, I really appreciate what DeSantis has said. There's some things he didn't say, and they are one. This government will tax you until you can't afford anything. So at the end of the day, they don't have to take away your gas stove. They just tax it into oblivion. So instead, they're going to create such a high tax on the usage that most people won't be able to afford them anymore. Thus, you're going to be forced into using electric whether you like it or not. And with Biden's new $6.5 billion natural gas tax he imposed, it's going to increase energy bills across the board. But to help with that pain, they're going to throw you in a kicker of $840 in a tax credit. Because after all, you know, they want to make you feel good about getting raped by your elected officials. And because they have this new bill in play, it's going to raise everybody's natural gas bill by about 28%. It doesn't only affect your gas stove. If you have a gas water heater, a gas heater, and of course your gas stove, it'll get to a point where you no longer afford to use them, which means that some families will go without heat, hot water, and food because you can't even retrofit or buy a new electric stove for $840. And number two, they'll use fear and propaganda to force you into compliance. 
how, well, they're going to spin a new narrative, how gas stoves cause global warming from the emissions, and how they also hurt our children's health. How is that? Well, it causes asthma. Listen to some political pandering from our mainstream media. This is CBS reporting on cities ban natural gas appliances to curb emissions. Take a listen. Tonight, the cost of heating your home is going up. Households that use natural gas will pay about 28% more this winter compared to last year. This comes as the fight against climate change is coming to your kitchen. New research shows emissions from gas stoves are helping to warm the planet, and that's why some cities are now banning them. Which again, of course, is a complete and total lie. We'll get to that here in a minute. But to help further push their deception, they're going to use a communist to enforce policies from positions of power. Biden, again, plays the climate change narrative. It's all about going greens. We got to ban gas stoves to save everybody, to save our children. Kind of like what we did with COVID, right? Oh my God, take the vaccine, save your children. Yet what we're seeing is children dropping dead with sudden heart attacks, microcarditis, which is not normal. And we also know that these shots are detrimental to human health. Anyway, the Biden administration also states that a national ban is on the table and his appointee to U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is Richard Trumka Jr. And he claims that the gas stoves have a bad effect for climate change, therefore they should be banned. Quote, gas stoves are a hidden hazard. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. End quote. But what he's not telling you is that his father was a president of the AFL-CIO, and he's also a known communist. This guy, his father, had a history of violent union strikes and massive scandals across the board. And he had affiliations with the Communist Party and the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America. In November of 1983, in New York, he received an honor at the Labor Research Association Luncheon, which is a front group for the Communist Party USA. In May of 1991, he received the David Clendenin Award, which is by the Workers' Defense League, again, another organization for the Democratic Socialists of America. If you believe anything these people say, then I don't know what to tell you, because if we have not learned from the whole COVID nonsense, we've learned that all they do is spew lies. And then you have another politician, Cory Booker, another Democrat compulsive liar. This guy is a known pathological liar who makes claims about being confronted with a notorious Newark drug dealer named T-Bone who threatened his life. And as stated by Mr. Booker, T-Bone was going to bust a cap in his ass. In other words, he was going to put a bullet in it. We'll now listen to Cory Booker's make-believe character, T-Bone. T-Bone. T-Bone comes to me after I get elected and says to me, Cory, Cory, can we go for a ride? And I say, T-Bone, your car or mine? (laughs) And I very nervously get into his car. And we drive off of Martin Luther King Boulevard up South Orange Avenue. And South Orange Avenue is one of the stranger streets in America. Because as soon as you punch out of Newark, it's suddenly like going from the, from, in in the Wizard of Oz, from black and white to technicolor. And suddenly there's these huge homes. In fact, children from Newark, his parents, who live just maybe 100 yards away, sometimes they'll use false addresses in South Orange or Montclair to sneak their children into the better schools. And those towns have people that follow around, these minority children, see where they're going home, and then we'll remove them, send them back to Newark schools, and bill them for the tuition for the time that they took them there. This is a wonderful country we live in. And so we drove into South Orange, and we pull over to the side of the road, 
And I sit there and T-Bone tells me, you got to get me out of here. And I'm like, okay, T-Bone, I got some programs, some plans. You see, we at that point had gotten the drug dealers away from the front of the building. We at that point had gotten the slumlord convicted in federal court. Ms. Jones danced that day. As you can see, Corey is nothing more than a showman. Great actor, maybe a poet, maybe a rapper, who knows? But the point is the guy is a great storyteller. When he was caught on this and called out, he finally came clean. And he basically admitted that he made the entire thing up. T-Bone wasn't a real person at all, but it was an archetype of a drug dealer thug from Newark. And you have to remember, it is these individuals who create legislation on supposedly your behalf. So laws are being passed, which you have no idea is even happening or that you agree to. The reason why I brought up the whole T-Bone story is because right now, Cory Booker now is playing the card that the, and the DNC card of gas stoves are racist to blacks, Latinos, and low-income households because they have smaller homes with bad ventilation. Well, I'm, I'm calling bullshit here. Quote, these emissions can create a cumulative burden to households that are already more likely to face higher exposure to both indoor and outdoor air pollution. Well, stoves have nothing to do with outdoor, now do they? Continue on here. Statistics show that black, Latino, and low-income households are more likely to experience disproportionate air pollution, either from being more likely to be located near a waste incinerator or coal ash site or living in a smaller home with poor ventilation, malfunctioning appliances, plural, mold, dust mites, secondhand smoke, lead dust, lead, pest, cockroaches, and other maintenance deficiencies, end quote. This has nothing to do with stove. This has everything to do with slumlords, the projects, impoverished areas in which that part of the DNC gets taxes from us and does nothing with it except put it into their pockets. Why aren't they helping out these inner cities? They're not. They could care less. But they love playing the black and Latino card in order to push their agendas further. Again, this has nothing to do with gas stoves. But of course, the letter is co-signed by who? Senators Dianne Feinstein, Martin Heinrich, another Democrat, Ed Markey, another Democrat, Jeff Merkley, Democrat from Oregon, our wonderful Patty Murray from Washington, Democrat, or you can call her Patty Case, complete nut job. Elizabeth Warren, another Democrat who thinks she's an Indian, which she isn't, but that's another story. And of course, yours truly, Bernie Sanders, an actual communist who loves Castro. I talked about that in an earlier podcast about two years ago. The point being is everything's a lie. It's what the DNC and the political cronies of these people do best. Lie, lie, lie. All they do is they create stories to push agendas, just like Booker did, that line their pockets or catapult their careers forward. Nothing they say is true and nothing they say will be true. And when they're confronted, they're going to spin it anyway, because these people accuse everybody else for exactly what they're doing. So again, last be clear, their claim of a creating asthma is false. In a journal, International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health claims gas stoves are hazardous to the health of children and can cause asthma. That's the claim. The WHO also claims nitrogen dioxide which is emitted when gas is burned, is a pollutant closely linked to asthma and other respiratory conditions. Again, that's WHO saying this. And the WHO says a lot of things that masks work, which we know they do not. That the shots work, which we know they do not. We also know that they do not stop the coronavirus at all, but yet they lie to push an agenda. This is what these people do. Now, when comparing gas to electric stoves, there is no finding to support the claim 
of asthma and gas stoves. To date, there had not been actual proof to the claim. Quote, Daniel Pope, professor of global public health at the UK University of Liverpool, said that the link between asthma and pollution from gas stoves have yet to be definitely proven and that further research was needed. They found negligible effects, mostly non-significant, of using gas compared to electricity for all health outcomes, including, that's right, asthma. To further back this up, I found a report um, from 2003, pretty extensive, on gas stoves do not lead to asthma. The report is pretty clear. It says, quote, among adults with asthma, there is no apparent impact of gas stoves use on pulmonary function or respiratory symptoms. These results should be reassuring to adults with asthma and their healthcare providers. Page 759. Another quote out of the same research paper. They say that there is no apparent association between gas stove use and pulmonary function impairment among adults with asthma. In adults with asthma, there is also no relation between gas stove use and respiratory symptoms. Page 760. And it goes on and on and on. At the end of the day, the main cause of asthma is attributed to tobacco smoke. It's environmental. Quote, there is no evidence that gas stoves exposure adversely affects the respiratory health of adults with asthma. Public policy should be aimed at environmental exposures that have been shown to exacerbate asthma, such as environmental tobacco smoke exposure, page 760. And again, you heard Booker talk about that, oh my gosh, it's about you know the poor communities, the black Latinos. Well, they even took that into account in this report. Even though they took into account race and income levels, it showed that even with that, gas stoves did not show evidence of causing pulmonary function impairment in individuals with asthma. Quote, gas stove use is widespread among adults with asthma because gas cooking releases respiratory irritants. This exposure has potential to negatively affect the respiratory health of adults with asthma. So here they're actually telling you that, you know, it could cause it. But however, let me continue on with the quote. We found no evidence of pulmonary function impairment among adults with asthma who reside in homes with what a gas stove. And quote, page 762. So to sum this up, on page 763 of this report, they say, it appears unlikely that cooking with gas stoves has contributed significantly to the recent rise in worldwide asthma, morbidity, and mortality, page 763. Again. It's just propaganda they feed because nobody listens to logic. Number three, once they get you hooked on electronics, electricity, and everything else, they're going to starve you out. What do I mean by that? Well, even when you have facts, it doesn't matter. Look what happened when we told people about masks and shots. We have told people don't take the shot, don't wear a mask. We showed them research paper after research paper that, you know, issues that they cause. They didn't care. They didn't listen. And then now that they're hooked on it, what are we seeing? Severe issues with their health. And just like the gas stove going to electric, and once they destroy the power grid, which you need to live, they're going to take you out. It's genocide 101. Now, how did they do this? How will they do this? Well, one, Biden gave China access to our power grid. He actually reversed Trump's executive order, 13920. It blocked China's ability to access our power grid. Quote, foreign adversaries are increasingly creating and exploiting vulnerabilities in the United States' bulk power system. 
which provides electricity that supports our national defense, vital emergency services, critical infrastructure, economy, and way of life. The Balk power system is a target of those seeking to commit malicious acts against the United States and its people, including malicious cyber activities, because a successful attack on our Balk power system would present significant risk to our economy, human health, and safety, and would render the United States less capable of acting in defense of itself and its allies. So the executive order that Biden reversed or put a 90-day hold on would stop China or any foreign country or national to take over, import, transfer, or install any power system in the United States. Quote, Trump's order prohibited any acquisition, importation, transfer, or installation of any bulk power system, electric equipment, transaction by any person, or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States, where the transaction involves any property in which any foreign country or a national thereof has any interest, including through an interest in a contract for the provision of the equipment, end quote. Biden just committed treason. He's allowing an enemy to breach our power grid to take it down. Also, we're now seeing attacks on our power grids, and they're deliberate. For example, the Democrat governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, states the obvious. The attacks on the substations were deliberate, period. Whoever did this knew exactly how to take it down at the appropriate time so they would not get caught. To me, it sounds like an inside job with the government behind it. Take a listen to Roy Tell us how he believes it's deliberate. This was a specific act. The person or, or persons knew what they were doing and what it took to disable this substation. So what we're going to have to do is to work with state and federal officials. And I think this needs to be a, a national conversation about the level of security that we have at these substations across the country. What I find so ironic about his statement is that now, after years of us telling the government we need to upgrade our infrastructure, we need to protect it, et cetera, et cetera, only now, after Biden allows China access to our power grid, we need to have a national conversation while it's now being attacked. It's kind of like the food shortages too, right? Have you noticed that? How in the last few months, we have seen factories burn down, food processing factories. Chickens cold, killed by the millions. Fertilizers is needed coming in from Canada overturned on tracks, which is very interesting, not to mention many other things. But yet now, only right now, because there is an attack in North Carolina, we need to have talks. But here's something that's interesting. On these attacks that we're seeing happening, there's one key thing that connects it all. They're in Democrat-run areas. North Carolina, he's a Democrat, Roy Cooper, right? North Carolina's Duke Energy Facility at the Watery Hydro Station Ridgeway was breached. Someone used firearms to take out the power. Now, they'd have to really know what they were doing to use firearms to take it out. To basically sit somewhere, park somewhere, line it up, take the shots, take it out, and then take off without getting caught, which I find weird because nobody even heard it or saw it. Again, like I said, the attack was intentional and in a Democrat-run state. Then right after, whoever hit North Carolina decided to hit Washington state. And that state, we know, is run by communists. Inslee is just a complete sociopath backed by Bill Gates. Even his daughter works for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I'm not going to go there right now because I spoke about it in the past. 
But the point is, it's, it's all connected. And the attack in Washington happened on Christmas Day. $3 million in damage and 15,000 people without power. Interesting, right? Then like clockwork, in Las Vegas, this time a Democrat-run city, while no one watched, and of course no one heard, a guy by the name of Muhammad, who was 34 years old, made his move. He crashed through the gates, torched his vehicle near a transformer with the intention of destroying it. And when his mission was over, he did major damage to the solar power substation. Because of supply chain issues, I'm saying that because of supply chain, they say it's going to take two years to repair this substation, which now impacts 13 different properties, places like the MGM Grand Hotel and other things on the Strip. So if anyone believes any of these events are coincidental, I have oceanfront property in Arizona. I want to sell you right now. On one last note, I really need everybody to start thinking for themselves and stop listening to the media because, as we have seen, these people are actors paid by the government to tell you what you need to hear. It's political pandering. That's all the news is today, whether it be Fox, CNN, MSNBC. It doesn't matter. There is no conservative news. There is no you know, Democrat news. What we have is communist propaganda coming from intelligence agencies to mess with your minds, to make you believe what they need you to believe. That's why it's called television. TV, right? Tell a vision. They're going to tell you the vision they want you to believe in order for you to follow it. So it's time to take a step back, stop listening to people, stop complying to these idiots, and start standing up for your God-given rights. Freedom is only free if you're willing to take it. Because if you don't take the freedom that you have given to you, they're not going to afford it to you. That's how tyranny works. So it's time that each one of us comes together and unites and says no more. Yeah, there's more of us in them, and I keep hearing people say that, but it only works if we all stand together as one body and say no more. That's it. It's that simple. So the question is, are you ready to stand and say no more, or will you continue to have everything taken from you and your children, have your loved ones hurt by these monsters as they walk free among us with zero accountability? If you enjoy the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.